Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is business, not big business. I don't know about you. But I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
Hallelujah means celebrate. Yah means God. Come on, celebrate. Anyone here have something to celebrate for? He's been good. He's been kind. Let's go there. 
um, the Archbishop Ruth um, for her spiritual covering, um, for Pastor Sherelle Pennington, our sister, um, for making sure that this project, this ministry continues to um, happen for us here in the city of Portland. I thank God for the vision that God gave her and what he birthed inside of her. And I'm grateful to God that we're able to grab a hold to that torch and run with it with, with urgency because it's time for us to hear the word, get the word, and live the word, be the word. Thank God for our speaker on tonight, my sister and my friend, Pastor Pamela Laws from Mickelson, Georgia. And to all of the elders, Elder Catherine Brown, Kathy Miniweather, Bruce Mitchell, Demetrius Devers, James Wooten, Elder Ketty Copeland, and to our pastor, Pastor Regina Zachary, Pastor J.W. Friday, and to Lady Beth Schreiber, all of you, my brothers and sisters, it is an honor, it is a privilege, it is a pleasure to be able to worship with you on tonight, ride in your car, sit on the couch, hang out in the living room, the bedroom, wherever you are tonight. It's an honor to worship with you. And I want you to hear this. The Bible says where two or three gathered together in his name, he would be in the midst. And so you might not see me physically, but you can hear me. Know that I'm with you. And there's a couple of other people on here. I know their names. I know where they live. And, and some of them live in the same city you live in, and some of them don't. But we are all here together to praise and magnify and lift up the name of our God and to experience an outpouring of his Holy Spirit. So whether you are in Atlanta or Spokane or in North Carolina or um, Denver, Colorado, Las Vegas, Texas, Seattle, wherever you are, because we are together tonight, you can experience the awesome move of God in your life. And whatever it is that you need God to work for you, I guarantee if you place it on the altar of your heart during this worship experience, some things are going to happen. God is going to show up and he's going to show out and he's going to move in ways you haven't seen him move before. Where are my worshipers at tonight? I just need you to lift your hands and say, Lord, it's me. It's me, Lord. I'm standing in the need of prayer. I need you to move on my behalf. I need you to move. And if you say, well, I don't have anything urgent, think about your city that you live in. Oh, God, my city needs you tonight. Maybe your city is doing just well. Maybe your state needs you. Oh, my God. Well, I know that the nation needs you. So let's worship the Lord tonight and let's yield ourselves over to receive from him and experience his presence tonight. Uh, we just want to share some announcements with you. We've got some exciting things that are happening here in our city, and we want to tell you about them. So we have two um, community wellness activities that are going to be happening these are sponsored by the um, African American Health Initiative. Um, Step Up, this is a monthly blood pressure wellness walk. It will be on Saturday, April 22nd from 8 to 9 a.m. at Alberta Park. And they're going to meet in the front of Vernon School right there on Northeast 22nd and Killingsworth next Saturday from 8 to 9. Um, bring your water. Come ready to walk. If you need more information about this event, you can call Sister Sally Stevens at 971-269-6902. Also coming up this month is Community Bowling. Oh, that's going to be on Saturday. April the 29th at 1.30. You're going to bowl for two hours, and it's a $10 donation. That covers your shoes and your space, and you can bowl for two hours. Again, this is Sister Sally Stevens 
Um, you need to RSVP to save your space. And I need to tell you, don't wait. I waited last month and missed out. So if you want to bowl with the community bowls, you need to RSVP before April 22nd. Well, you say, Pastor Black, how can I RSVP? You can contact Sister Sally Stevens at 971-269-6902, and they will be bowling um, net on the, the 22nd. So let's come out and have a hallelujah good time in the Lord. also want to invite you to a conversation that's going to be happening next weekend at the Emmanuel Temple Church. Next Saturday at the Emmanuel Temple Church, there will be next Friday and next Saturday, I'm sorry, next Friday and next Saturday, um, the conversation number three, this is social justice and a prophetic witness for the 21st century with Dr. Alvarado. This will be Friday, April 21st at 6.30 p.m. And then on Saturday, April 22nd at 10 a.m., the special guest for Saturday is Bishop Leela Daltrey of Washington, D.C. This is a conference. It's a, it's a, a, a session that you don't want to miss. It's $25 registration. Uh, you can contact Emmanuel Temple Church to get more information about how you can register. Um, you can also Google um, Emmanuel Temple, the conversation number three, and find the link to the eBright. You want to register to reserve your spot. Um, there's going to be a lunch served on Saturday and some teaching about social justice and prophetic witness for the 21st century. I want to invite you to make sure you get registered for this conference. You don't want to miss it. also want to tell you that in May, and I'm saying this because my friend and my sister that is preaching tonight, uh, yes, will be in the house. On May the 6th and 7th, here in the City of Roses, uh, the Greater St. Stephen's Mission of Baptist Church will be having a prayer clinic in honor of my 18th pastoral appreciation. And so we want to invite the people of God to come out on Saturday, May the 6th, to a prayer clinic. We're going to be talking about prayer. We're going to be talking about being intercessors. We're going to be talking about bombarding heaven. Uh, we're, we're seeking God for a prayer service of healing, of deliverance for family and friends. There is a $10 donation. A light lunch will be served. Greater St. Stephen Mission Baptist Church is located at 3605 Northeast Mallory. This prayer clinic will begin at 10 o'clock a.m., so you can come at 930 to register, get your packet, get your information, and we're going right into our session, and then we'll stop and have a light lunch, and then we'll have a Q&A, we, and we will be praying, but we want to have a prayer clinic. Now is the time that the people of God really grab a hold to the horns of the altar and go before the Lord in prayer. And then on Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock, we will be having a pastoral appreciation celebration at the New Hope Missionary Baptist Church located at 3725 North Ganton Vine. And yours truly, Pastor Pamela Laws, will be our keynote speaker. So Saturday she will be lecturing, and Sunday she's going to be preaching. So we want you, if you're in Vancouver, you're in Seattle, you're in Beaverton, Hillsdale, Gresham, don't miss it. Oh, and even if you're in Atlanta, come on, get your ticket and come on. We're going to have a hallelujah good time May 6th and 7th and here in Portland, Oregon at the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church. 
Those are our announcements. I hope and pray that you govern yourselves accordingly. Uh, we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. And we're going to have a song of worship. And then the next voice you hear will be that of my friend, my sister, the woman of God, Pastor Pamela Laws. Let us go to the throne of grace. Most holy and righteous Heavenly Father, we, your handmaid servants, come to your throne of grace, lifting you up, giving you glory, giving you honor. God, we come to bless your name. We come to give you, Father, what's due unto you, and that is the highest praise. We love you tonight, Father, and we appreciate you. God, we just thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you because this morning we woke up and we were clothed in our right mind and we had the activities of our limbs. We were able to go to worship or we were able to tune in to worship and praise God and give you thanks for all that you have done. And tonight we've gathered together again. A bunch of believers have come together from the north, south, east, and the west to worship you and to praise you because you are good, you are great, you are mighty, you are powerful. You are an amazing God. And you keep blessing us over and over again. You keep providing for us over and you keep making a way out of no way for us over and over again. And God, tonight we just want to tell you that we're thankful. We're so grateful. Father, we pray tonight for all of those that are sick in their bodies, physically, mentally, spiritually, all of those who are dealing with financial hardships, those who are uh, um, considering, Father, bankruptcy, those who don't know how they're going to make it to the end of the month. Father, we come tonight and we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you, oh God, will show up for your children. Father God, because we have asked, because we believe, because we know that you are able, we want you now to move on their behalf, oh God, so that they will know that it was God that came through for them. Father, we just ask tonight that you would deliver, save, heal, and set free. We pray for the peace in Palestine, the peace in Jerusalem, so much unrest. But tonight, God, we pray that your will be done, not only in Palestine and Jerusalem and Israel, Father, but in Russia and Ukraine and, and Georgia and Oregon and Washington and Colorado and Carolina and Washington, D.C., Father, and Texas, Lord God, and Nevada and Utah, Arizona, Father God, Chicago, New York, God, and Tennessee. We want your will to be done. We pray the blood of Jesus cover the streets. We pray that the people of God will take heed to the word of Micah 6 and 8, that they would love mercy, do justly, and walk humbly before our God. We thank you, Father. We ask that you would bless the woman of God who's coming to proclaim the word tonight. Give her preaching power. And not only give her preaching power, but give us an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. And then, God, may we respond appropriately. Don't let us just be hearers of the word, but let us be doers of your precious word. We thank you in advance for what the word is going to say to us and what the word is going to do to us. As we heard this morning, the Holy Ghost changes us, it transforms us, it purifies us, it sanctifies us, and your word does that. So through the preaching of your word tonight, touch the lips of Pastor Laws and touch her belly that your word will come forth like rivers of living water, and then touch our ears and our heart and our mind that we may receive your word tonight and live, Father, as the salt and light you have called us to be, and then to do what you purpose for us. In Acts, you told them to go out into the highways and byways 
go out to Samaria and Jerusalem, to the uttermost parts of the world, and be a witness of your love, of your goodness. And so tonight, after we hear the word, will we get up off our seats and do exactly that? Go and tell somebody that God is good, God is love, God is gracious, God loves you. In spite of what you're going through, know that you are loved tonight. And we bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. People are dying And people are crying for a Savior To come and save us From this world Now God, I'm calling your name Cause my world does need change In Jesus' name
to God be the glory family. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We thank you so much. My name is Pastor Pamela Laws of Total Truth Restoration Ministries, located right here in Mableton, Georgia. And family, we are we are honored. We are are super excited. Amen. To share the very word of God. I, I give honor to God tonight, who is truly the head of my life, um, for his son, amen, who, who gave his life in order that I might have life and to have it more abundantly and to the gift that keeps on giving the Holy Spirit, amen, that continues to lead us and to guide us into all truth. I also want to give honor tonight to the Butterfields for this amazing platform um, that gives us the opportunity to share the word of God uh, to my sister, Pastor Black, and my sister, Pastor Pennington, amen, women after God's own heart, daughters of Zion, amen. I am, I am thoroughly blessed, amen, to be able to share in the word of God, to share, hallelujah, in kingdom business, amen, with these women of God. To my bishop, Bishop Tyrone Washington, and his lovely wife, First Lady Pastor Jacqueline Washington, I honor you tonight to my family, my husband, my children, my grandchildren, uh, just for their encouragement. Um, to my co-laborers in the gospel, amen. I encourage you to keep on fighting the good fight of faith. We know it's not easy, amen, but we praise God for the remnant, amen, that continues to yield themselves as a vessel to the Lord and to our blog talk family. We call you blessed tonight, and we thank you so much. Without you, there would be no us, and so we honor you. We honor you this evening. I am I am super excited, amen, uh, doubly tonight. First, that I get the opportunity uh, once again to share the very word of God on this amazing platform and then, as Pastor Black has already announced, I will be in Portland. So excited uh, to meet face-to-face our, our Portland family, amen, uh, um, that we may continue to share, that we may continue to build, hallelujah, that we may continue to sharpen one another. We are looking for a high time in the Lord. So just like Pastor Black said, um, whatever you need to do to get to Portland, amen, you need to be there because there will be a move of God, and we're, we're so glad about it, amen. But let's not hold you too long um, tonight because we, we know that this time tends to slip away from us. Um, we are going to share um, uh, uh, just a, a familiar text of Scripture, amen, familiar text of scripture that I want to share tonight. Um, my, my title is, is um, those, who, those Whose Turn Seem to Come Last. Those Whose Turn That Seem to Come Last. Those That Seem Like It's Not Going to Come My Way. Those Who Feel Like I'm Always Going to Be Stuck Here. I'm Always Going to Be down here that God's forgotten about me, family has forgotten about me, uh, 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 the world has forgotten about me. We want to bring you a little bit of encouragement tonight. This is for those whose turn seem to come last. I'll be coming out of the book of John tonight, John chapter 5. John chapter 5 tonight, we're going to share the very word of God, touching a, a, a few scriptures, amen, of the man at the pool of Bethesda, the man at the pool of Bethesda. What, what, does, it, what does it mean? Pastor, when I begin, to, when I begin to, to look and to think about um, how we, um, many of us, we live our lives, and, and it, it seems that sometimes that we can find ourselves um, in a place where we don't see a way out, um, we, we know the word of God and, and we, we pray, amen, and we know the word of God. We, we, we go to church. We, we know the steps 
to take. We know to study our word. We know to go into prayer, but there are some, amen, who are, are novice believers. There, there are some, amen, that used to be in church, but because of the cares of this world, they got, got, it got a little too hot. Amen. In the kitchen form, and and so they they backed out and they 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 turned their back on God and they began to move in uh, uh, in different directions. And so and now now they find themselves, Amen, where they don't feel that they are able to come back. They don't they don't feel like they deserve uh, uh, a second chance. We we want to talk to them tonight and that they have a knowledge. Amen of who God is, but but they have not learned how to activate their faith. Amen. They, their their focus uh, and their trust, Amen, has been misplaced based on the world standards. Amen. Based on what man has said. Amen. Based on what they've seen other people do. Oh, we want to to encourage you tonight, according to. Isaiah 40 and 31, they that wait on the Lord, hallelujah, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. We we have to learn and be reminded sometimes, uh, especially in what we're going through now. Uh, with the banks are shutting down and, and mass shootings, we 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 have to wait with with COVID and 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 monkeypox and all these uh, different type things that we are dealing with and and still dealing with. We have to learn and be reminded, even in the midst of that, that we need to wait on the Lord. John chapter five beginning at verse 1, sets the scene as, as Jesus has completed his second miracle. Verse 1 tells it like this, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says that after this, there was a, of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Verse 2, now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches, and in these lay a great multitude of people, blind, lame, paralyzed, watch this, waiting for the move of the water, waiting for the move of the water. We, 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 are, now, we are now in a setting. Well, there's no one in this place, hallelujah, that can turn their nose up. There, there's no one here that, that can say that they're better than the next person in this place. Everyone got a hang up in this place. Everyone has something going on in, in this place. Everyone is dealing with one thing or another in this place, and everybody is focusing on how they're going to get their deliverance in this place. In this place, there's, there's no one coming through, ah, looking down on another. Not not in not in this place because because everybody in this place is dealing with a a situation and they're they're waiting for the moving of the water. Verse 4 tells it just like this. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring was made well of whatever disease he had in this place. Bethesda, which also means the house of mercy, this this place where uh, where we where had people Pastor, who were in a, a, a desperate state, these people were hoping, amen, for a cure. These people were hoping that they would be the one. These, these people were hoping that this time would be their time. And uh, in the midst of that, 
amen, there were some, amen, who had to feel their way to try to get to the water, but then there were some, amen, that, that, that had, may have to drag themselves to get to the water. Here, 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 here is what, here's what I find sometimes, that even though that there is a possibility of a way out, though there is a a a a a deliverance or or a rescue or 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 the government called it a stimulus plan uh that that is that is there for for you to benefit from there are are many times that that we can get in a place where we are so focused watch this even believers we are so focused on what the world can give us that we miss Jesus. We miss God even being in the midst. He made us a promise. I know that we can't physically see him, but he told us in his word that he said that he would be with us even until the end of the age. He told us in his word that he would never leave us, that he would always he would always be there. He told us, amen, that with, with he and I, amen, we are the majority. And so so it would be rightly so that we would be able to activate our faith. Because Hebrews 11 and 1 tells us that now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And it is the evidence. It is the evidence of things not seen. And so and so what what happens uh, many times when we get jammed up, minister, that that we can't see God for the pain. Ah, Lord, I thank you. <clears throat> can't see God for the bad report. Ah, Lord, I, we, we can't even hear Him. Ah, we can we can't hear Him over the over the bill collectors calling. We we find ourselves we can't hear Him. We we can't hear Him when people telling you every thing that you're not in and and then you're just like this one and you're you're just like that one. We we can't see God when we allow the the voice of the world to speak ah louder than God. Though our heavenly father man he lets us know that he'll come to us in a still small voice. Amen he'll come to us. Ah Lord, I thank you in our dreams. He, he'll come to us. Lord, I thank you in, in visions. He, he'll, 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 come, he'll come to us in, in ways that we may not expect, but there are so many times that many are waiting for a convenient season. Oh, I'm waiting for the temperature to be just right. Oh, some, some, some are waiting for, to be compelled. Uh, they want to be pumped. They they want to be primed to believe God and to take Him at His word. Oh, there are some there are some pastors who, who are not going to get it because they, they they won't they won't hear tonight because they're waiting for me to show up in May. Oh Lord, help us, God. Oh, some are waiting for it to feel right, and then you have some that are waiting for someone else to do it for them. They're waiting for someone else. This man uh, was waiting. There was a miracle. I don't know how far it was away, but it couldn't have been too far physically because of the five porches, the way this, this particular area was set up. It was accessible amen, to everyone that was there. It, it just depends on who wanted it bad enough, who was willing to do what needed to be done in order to get that the Bible describes that this man had been there 38 years. Ooh. It, 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 it doesn't say, amen, how long he had been crippled, but it said he'd been there. 38. He had this infirmity, 38 years, but it didn't say how long he had been by the pool. But he had been dealing with it. I remember the woman with the issue of blood. She had dealt with it 12 long years. 
She was like some of these other people. She thought the doctors can do it. She thought spending more money, taking all their concoctions, ah, could do it. But the Bible declares that when she heard that Jesus was passing by, ah, that she made up within herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, she was willing to risk it all to touch the hem of his garment. She said, I don't have anything left to lose. I'm going to touch the hem of this garment. Uh, uh, this man, this man, this man who was who was laying at the he laying at the uh, 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 laying at the pool, watching others get deliverance, watching others uh, step in, uh, watching others, amen, get their breakthrough. Watch this. Watch this. The Bible says that Jesus saw him. Jesus saw him. What was it about this man in the midst of sickness, in the midst of disease all around, in the midst of infirmities? What about this man that Jesus was able to beam in on him? What what about him said that he needed an extra touch? What about him said that he needed, amen, a, a special attention? Could it be? Could it be that he was on the verge of giving up? I just begin to, to think about it. We have access to so much medicine and, and, and different things and, 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 and healings and all of shots and, 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 and liquid um, medicines and pills and surgeries. But back then, they didn't have access to a lot of those, most of those things. And so to hear of someone who had been dealing with a sickness for 38 years, that would seem kind of odd that he survived this long. So could it be that he had given up hope? Could it be that he was about to throw, throw in the towel? The Bible declares that when Jesus saw him lying there, he knew already, this is verse 6, he knew already that he had been in that condition a long time. Whether that condition, don't, don't just look at the surface family, don't, don't just think it was his, his physical condition, but what about his spiritual condition? What about his spiritual? Could, could it be? Could it be that God had locked in on the man's spirit first and said he's been in the storm, as the songwriter says, too long? Jesus asked the man, he asked him, do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made well? Hallelujah. Do you want to be? Jesus knew that he knew that everyone didn't want to be healed. Ooh, you know what? <laughs> there are so many, you, and, and I'm not, I don't, I don't want anybody to think that I, that I know your situation because I don't know who's on the line and I don't know what you're going through and I don't know what you're dealing with, but there are some folk, amen, that find it easier to stay down and out, to stay on Section 8, to stay on food stamps. To stay on all of these assistance, they find it easier to stand on the corner and ask for money. They find it easier, amen, to sleep on their family members' bed or, or couches and, instead of going out to, to fend for themselves. They're back in this time, remember the man at the gate called Beautiful? He would, he would, be, he would be brought to this place daily to beg for alms for those that were going into the temple. So when Peter showed up and he looked at the man, the man looked at him as if to ask him for money. But Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. There are so many who get caught up in the easy fix. They get caught up in the easy way out. 
instead of learning, hallelujah, learning how to stand on their own two feet. I heard a, a pastor say it today that every cub has got to learn to stand on his own bottom. This man, this man, there was something about him that Jesus said he needs he, he needs me. There was in the, in the midst of everything that's going on, he, he, he knew. So he said to the man, do you want to made, be made well? The man said, sir, I have no one to put me in the pool when the water is stirred. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus had offered him a way out. But what tends to happen, sis, sometimes we get so caught up focusing on the water for a temporary healing that we don't know, as we found in the story of the woman at the well, that we have living water in our very midst. We, we, we miss it. We, we miss it. They're so focused on the water. Ah, but they don't see that according, amen, that according to Second Peter uh, chapter 3, verse 9, that the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. He's not slack. Amen. Watch this. And I love this scripture. It says, as some men count slackness. So God is not slack when it comes to us. With every good and perfect gift, it comes for him. Whatever he desires for his children, amen, God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly as it relates to me, as it relates to you. He can do all things but fail. He's not slack. Oh, God, concerning his promises, watch this. But the scripture says, but is long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. This is why it came to me, Lord, could it be that you weren't so much focused on the man's physical condition, but his spiritual condition? Oh, there's so many times, family, where, where we uh, are, are dealing with family situations and we're, we're so focused on the physical that we miss the spiritual aspect, that we need them to accept Christ, that we need them to repent, that we need them to know that God loves them with an everlasting love. This man, ah, in the midst of him, in a feeling God giving up, in the midst of being ready to throw in the towel because every time I try to get a breakthrough, somebody else gets a blessing. Every time I try to get my healing, someone else receives restoration. Jesus tells this man in verse 8, he said, rise, take up your bed and walk. Jesus challenged this man to believe for the impossible. He challenged him to believe to do something that he hadn't either done before or he hadn't done in a long time. He wanted him to reach past, amen, what it looked like physically. He wanted him to reach past what it looked like five minutes ago. He said, take up your bed and walk. He, he wanted him not only to get up, he says, but I need you to remove that thing, hallelujah, that has held you bound. I need you to remove that thing that you've been using as a support system, that you've been using as a crutch. Hallelujah. I need you to remove that thing. Hallelujah. That you can get comfortable in. Ah, Lord, I thank you. Rise your bed and walk. And the Bible declares, and immediately. Oh, I love it. When we trust God, even though it doesn't look like it'll work, but I'm just crazy enough to believe God because he said it, that I'm crazy enough to believe it because he's a keeper of his word. He, the Bible says, and immediately 
the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. Oh, family, tonight, you don't have to stay in the same place that you were in. You you don't have to be uh, 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 bedridden tonight in the spirit. Hallelujah. You, you, you don't have to be uh, confined uh, to one spot watching everybody be blessed around you when it looks like everybody is getting there. They're just due except you. Listen, let me read you these last couple of verses. Amen. And I'm going to get out your way. Matthew 5 and 8 says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Now, in spite of this man, amen, not recognizing ah, who Jesus was in the beginning, did not stop God from seeing his heart, that he wanted to be healed, but he just didn't know how. He didn't know what to do because everything he tried, amen, he kept messing up. He kept, it kept causing him to fall behind. Oh, but he's learning. He's learning. If you read on in the chapter, amen, even though he didn't know who God was, he trusted him, and he took him at his word in spite of those, amen, trying to ridicule him for the healing. Oh, Proverbs 12 and 2, part A says, a good man obtains favor from the Lord. Oh, Lord, I thank you. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 says, for by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing at the pool. This is not of your own doing in the doctor's office. This is not of your own doing standing in the unemployment line. This is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God. Family, he is a giver of perfect gifts. Even when we don't see him in the interim, he doesn't turn his back on us. Uh, God didn't come to do a healing revival in the midst of all those people, but he knew someone needed him. He knows when we, even when, the, when you seem to be last, uh, according to Matthew 19 and 30, and the last uh, will be Emily, you don't have to you don't have to sit in the corner any longer. You don't have to stay hidden. Hallelujah. Any longer. Our God is able to heal, to set free and deliver. And you don't have to wait, amen, for someone else to offer you a way out. You can come to Jesus right now, just as you are. He'll heal the brokenhearted. He'll give you beauty for ashes. He'll turn your frown upside down, and guess what? He can do it just like that. The Bible says, and immediately at the word, the man's body had to respond to the word of God. God said it. Take up your bed, just like he spoke light into existence. He took up his bed, and he walked. He told them later on down in the scripture, when he had the opportunity to meet him again because some folks were trying to get him and Jesus had to get away. You know, they didn't like him. Them, them old Orthodox Jews, they, they didn't like Jesus. He was saying he was God. He, he was saying he and his father were one. They didn't, they didn't like that. But when he had the opportunity to catch up with that man again, he said, be careful that you not enter back into the sin. Don't go back to what put you in this in the first place. Don't go back to it. Oh, it'll be worse, he told them next time. Family, we want you to be encouraged. Do know that we love you with the love of the Lord. We call you blessed, amen, and highly favored. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Pastor Black, we turn the call back over to you. Amen, amen, amen. What an awesome, powerful word on tonight. I told you we were going to be in store for a treat. I hope something has been said that's going to strengthen your love relationship with the Lord, that's going to intensify your faith this week. I hope and pray that Pastor Laws, the, uh, the, the Lord gave her just what you needed 
for your current situation. My brothers and sisters, it has been an honor to worship with you. I hope and pray that you have been blessed. I hope and pray that something was said to help you in your love relationship with the Lord. Until next Sunday, be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister. In Jesus' name. Oh. I love you. Nothing you can do about it. Brothers and sisters, I want to welcome you back to life. Back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter. Hallelujah. How can it be? Just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 